What's going on? This is Aaron Abernathy, also known as Ab. I don't know why this white girl is talking in the background, but when I ain't got shit to do, I listen to the DEFCON Job Podcast. Wait, I need somebody to do an, an actual statistical study, you know what I'm saying, on what the average uh, exotic dancer take-home pay is. Um, <laughs> and is it evenly distributed like a bell curve dog, or is it like highly... Remy? Like real talk, like can you even track that? Because like like this like strippers is like a cash business though. Like you can launder money all day through a stripper True. through a stripper, you know what I'm saying? We, we just gotta get that and, like there's no way we, to keep we, the, look, all you gotta do is you just gotta get that Wall Street Journal slash CNN exit poll every night outside of King of King of Diamonds, dog. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you make? Is it a private show? You know what I'm saying? Get those key questions and then, you know what I'm saying? Compile that data. But like, like, like if, I was, if I was a stripper, I would never report that shit, dog. Like, exactly. They're, they're going to lie. Right. They're not paying taxes on that shit. They buying bundles with that shit. Right. I'm just trying to find a, a regression to the mean right now. Dog. That's <laughs> all. Hey, yo. Welcome back to another week of DEFCON Jive. Buk, buk. This is your boy, Cannon, a.k.a. Philip Rivers Phoenix. Mm. <laughs> I'm the supercharger as long as you stand by me. Mm, I was about to do that joint, the same oh, joint, you know? Try you, you know? Say some upper What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Quams, a.k.a. Tim Donahue Jackman. You know what I'm saying? Point shaving with them adamantium blades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Boom. It's your boy, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Psycho Lessons Man, the first thing in the juju on the beat. Right. A.k.a. El Chapo, killing judges midday like a late sermon preacher. <laughs> B.K.A. Soul Journey Truth. I keep the Mac tucked by my ab. <laughs> yeah, we out here. We out here. It's, not, it's not over yet. It's not over yet, dog. BKA Dak Miles. It's what you fuck with when you're done taking L's. Uh, I'm not done. It keeps going, bro. BKA Alpha Reek Amino Acids. I blaze big wings for my protein. <laughs> BKA or CK at this point Darius Hayward Bayside High I'm out here in the field trying to get Lisa Tittle slot <laughs> oh, man that's so bad <laughs> like are you are you done that's all I got man I'm sorry oh, okay. alright alright yo it's your boy the scumbag incarnate uh, yeah, AKA every time, every time. <laughs> AKA Trill Jackson Hewitt pedaling these okay. Knicks out or out on Madison Ave, dog. Mm. <laughs> BKA, your official photographer, Muscle Chestbrook. Yes. <laughs> I'm coming to your wedding <laughs> with a suit jacket, no shirt, and two prosties. Yes. <laughs> Tell you I'm getting my plates ready. <laughs> Checking for apertures. <laughs> Watching for that F stop. <laughs> CKA, your boy David Comey, dog, the snitch king of Angmar province. 
Yes. DKA, Anthony Weiner, Doug. I can't help but do it mm. for the kids. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to my wife. I was like, "Could you imagine?" No, like, you weren't. No, you weren't. No. No, I was like, "I was like, could you imagine like the the police officer, or whoever, like the unit? They were like, you know what? You guys picked the small straw. You guys had to go through Wiener's emails. Like that must have been like the worst you know what I'm saying, <laughs> assignment ever. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you came like you came in late on Thursday. Nope, emails yours. Like you got it. <laughs> you like, but I brought donuts and coffee for everyone. No, nope. right. like, nope. laptops, laptops on your desk. Like, damn, come on, bro. <laughs> I got a, I got a picture of my wife right here, man. Come on. Nah, he he can't he can't be that like ridiculous though, right? Like, I mean, can't he just be like a real stupid dude who just gets caught by honeypots or something? Like, he can't he he's not that out there, is he? Like, I, let 15? me say this joint. You know I, I think mean? he is. I think I, he is though. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to say too much. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying, I got a, a homeboy, and he got caught up in some shit, you know what I'm saying, similar to Anthony Weiner. And he was on some shit, like, you know what I'm saying, because this is my boy, you know what I'm saying, from, you know what I'm saying, knee-high. And he was like, man, I got a problem, man, I just can't, you know what I'm saying, I know it's wrong, I know I shouldn't be doing this joint, but I had a voice in my head, that, that devil on your shoulder keep telling me to, you know, send another pick, and another one, and another one. So and another one. I think it, it, it could be some psychological, you know what I'm saying, shit popping, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but shouldn't he have gotten help by now? You're right, but how many people really get mental health? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the over under on people that get, you know, sound mental health? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Add to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that like, if you're fucking Tony Weiner, dog, post? <laughs> like, do you even see that as a problem? Like, like, like me, like personally, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like titties, dog. Like, right, nah, but it, like, I, don't need to, I, don't, I don't need to go see a doctor, you know, because I like titties. Yeah, but the difference between you and he is that the fact that this cost him his job and it fucked up his wife's credibility and fucked up his marriage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're liking titty is not <laughs> impacting your daily life, and it, is it? it's not. Is it's, it it's, it severely impacted his, like, you know what I'm saying? You can't feed your family because you're on a titty chase, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's some and other twice. shit. Twice though, not right. not just like right. this isn't the first. I don't even think it's the second. No, it it's might not even be the third. Like, yeah. you but, know, that's. But before we move on, can we confirm, Remy? Does your titty loving habit impact you feeding your kids? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. All right. No, Let's continue. Other, like minus, like you know, saying I might be watching like twerk videos, at, uh, you know, on, on like Instagram or something, and like it's like six o'clock and the kids haven't eaten yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. Oh. I thought you were going to say when your kids are trying to learn to read on YouTube. No, 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 no. Twerk team go. That's that savage. That's that, that's that Genghis Khan Academy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said that's that Shere Khan Academy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's gold, oh, man. Wrap it up. That's gold right there. That's gold. Uh, All right. Lethal high. As usual, we have to do the NFL team updates. Do it. We'll start with my Eagles. Okay. Drop down to four and four after losing to the New York Giants. Terrible game. Divisional game, game too. Y'all started off so well, uh, though. But uh, Wentz has not won a division game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's zero and three in the division. Whatever. So, Let's move not, on. It's Shut not up. whatever because regardless of what they do, you know what I'm saying. There's going to be a comeback. 
if you look at the NFC East, you know what I mean? Everybody's in that same region at 5-3 and three to 4-3, four 4-4 and three, four and four region. The, those losses in the divisions will come back to hurt them because I think yeah. two, pe- two people from the division can definitely make the playoffs. Yeah, you're, we're, it's, um, you're running the risk right now because, you know what I'm saying, the Packers, you know, uh, lost today to the Colts. I was going to say out. Packers 4-4. Four and four. I was going to move four on from my Eagles, but boom, kept going. Yes. But it's like if you look at those divisions, like it's – it's really tough right now to predict where the wild card is going to come from. You know what I'm saying? Like we're halfway right. through the season. Like who, you know, one division might only get one team in, you know what I'm saying? So now it's not just about, Oh, making the playoffs. It's about, all right, we got to win this division to even assure, you know what I'm saying? That we have a spot right now Yeah, um, right. with the NFC East, you know what I'm saying? Cannibalizing each other with the NFC North, not wanting to do anything productive. Uh, like, you know, even the, the Panthers get a win today. The Panthers are three and five. Three and five is one behind four and four, dog. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's, Two weeks ago, we were like, they're done. Now it's like, eh. And shout great. out to LeBron James Bond, his Saints, four and four. Right. So I think I think the two teams are coming out of the NFC East and the NFC West. I think that um, either the Cardinals or the uh, Chiefs or whatever are going to you know be able to, to, to make it to the playoffs. And I think the second team that comes in the NFC East is going to make it as well. And shout out to Young Scrapper. His Chiefs are six and two. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Remy's Bears, Remy's Browns, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> first... We were just going to scrub them out of the show. Right. Please they're, in the Desh- they're in the Deshaun Watson first place, dog. <laughs> <Sure> they, <are. laughs> they they winning right now. Yo, y'all think Lamar Jackson comes out this year? Can he? I thought he was a... Is he a I think this is his first year. I think this is his first year eligibility, or first year playing. No, he played last year. Oh, did he? Did? I, I thought he did. I didn't watch Louisville last year. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you like I did. I don't watch college football, period, so I don't know. But I can see him. He's unstoppable, so I can see him maybe thinking about it. He's frail, though. Right. And that the, same, the shit that works in college, and the shit that he's doing in college doesn't work in NFL. Right. We'll see. But Deshaun Watson is definitely a solid, um, definitely a solid prospect. The, then there were, you know, the Cowboys. I was, I was just gonna move on to the topics, but the fine. Cl- the the class Cowboys of the are seven and one. I'm just saying, man, we out here. Um, the first eight games, half the season, we won seven of them. Uh, Dak is out here, unprecedented most touchdown passes in Cowboy history for a rookie. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is in the running, is in the forefront of the Rookie of the Year candidacy. Uh, two touchdowns, almost 100 yards again today. No, wait, wait, wait. Before you even who forefront, like who you think he's gonna be that for rookie of the year? I think he should. His numbers are ridiculous. And and to be real with you, you know, Dak has done some great things, but if you look at his numbers, they don't they're nowhere near in comparison to, to Zeke's. Fair like, enough. And Zeke Fair is enough. doing stuff that no one has done in NFL history. Like, you know, none of, no one has done in Dallas football history. And you think about the running backs that we had, Tony Dorsett and the great Emmitt Smith, he's you know what I mean crushing their numbers and he's running for touchdowns and he's running for almost 100 yards a game so it's like he could feasibly get the rushing title and rookie of the year yeah and i i, I can see him beating out dak for rookie of the year because dak is not the most important part of that offense but Zeke it, but, is. but they like getting into quarterbacks you know what i'm saying i think that's the, the conversation there where quarterback is a more um influential position than any other position on the field um but Let's be real, like, you know what I'm saying? Zeke runs the show, and Dak 
is, you know what I mean, a great, you know what I'm saying, backup singer. <laughs> You're saying he's like the Kelly Rollin of this uh, Destiny Child. Yeah, man, I, I'm saying he's like, you know what I mean, he's, he's out there. He's number mm-hmm. two. Eddie Kane, yeah. the Eddie Kane of this shit, though. <laughs> the Cowboys 7-1, the top of the NFC, period. There's not a better record than them right now. In the whole NFL, actually. Uh, the Patriots are 7-1, to too. But there's no one better, is what I was saying. There's no one better in the NFL than seven and one. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That is a that is a that is a frustrating yet valid point. <laughs> Let's move on to more frustration. <laughs> Lil Wayne this week went on Dateline. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, said that Black Lives Matter doesn't matter to him. He uh, doesn't know what it means. Don't come at me back. Political bullshit, Miss Lady. Um, what do y'all think about the Sizzup Serpent King? Uh, real, real quick, isn't he the one who like had, you know what I'm saying was was on something and passed out by taking you know what I'm saying he had a seizure in the club or something and had to get carried out. Yeah, like, wasn't him. that him? Yeah, that's right. Right. fair enough. And okay. He said it was hot. It was like 500 degrees in the club, so that's why he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, uh, you know what? Some people talk. You know what I mean? You got to listen, dog. That's all I got to say. I, I, I think I think this. And I think he, he told a story about, uh, you know, that we're familiar with when he was younger. You know, he was playing with a gun. He shot himself. And a police officer came into the house and stepped over. A white police officer. Um, while well, other black police officers were trying to find um, crime-related uh, or criminal-related, you know, evidence, um, a white police officer walked over them and told them to, you know, get this kid to the ambulance, and they rode with him to the ambulance and was there through his recovery or whatever. And so he said that white man showed him that it's not about black or white, which is, you know what I mean, um, admirable. However, you know what I mean, you have to really, really look at the scope of the problem in America and how it is skewed towards African-Americans. Um, police abusing their authority is a problem in America and it's affecting all races. Um, like I said before, we saw stories of white men and Latino men um, getting accosted by cops and being treated in similar ways, being abused. But um, disproportionately, African-Americans are, are feeling the brunt of this uh, injustice. That's fact. You know what I mean, those are the you know the videos you see on Facebook or Instagram. That is fact. So to not acknowledge those facts as an African American, you know what I mean, is 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 ridiculous. And the fact that you are um, in the public eye and you have a voice, you know what I mean, and what you say can and will be used, you know, as inspiration or will be used as law by some subset of American uh, society. You have to speak more. Um, intelligently. Now you have to remove yourself from the situation where you, you might not have been in a racist situation before in your life, but you can sympathize right. and acknowledge that these racist situations are happening. Here's my joy, though. Like, like I totally agree with you, Nick. Like, like you got you got to got to be careful the way you choose your words, especially when you're in a position like uh, like he's in. But like. Whose idea was it to to question Lil Wayne on, on this shit? This this goes back to like that like like why is Rich Homie Quan like reciting Biggie lyrics like like what like 
Why are we doing this? <laughs> That's real. That's a great question. It's probably because he was on what was that? Um that wasn't part in the interruption or what what other show was he on where he had to defend himself because the clip of it said was him saying we're past racism, but when you watch the whole clip, he was trying to he went a little bit deeper into it. So I think it was probably follow up on that. I don't know. I don't know the clip you speak. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, Lil Wayne is not the first guy to pop into my head when I want to talk about like race relations in America or like well police brutality. Um. Yeah. Like. Uh, well said. Well, well said. Man. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know where else to go with this, man. <laughs> All right, then. Let's move on, then. <laughs> you guys brought up a uh, topic before a show that I'm really interested in now, being that I'm not a dad. Uh, you, as you sit there, I believe, uh, Remy, you're eating snacks from Halloween. Um, yeah. You talked about... <laughs> you hear that? I'm making, I'm making these candy wrappers rain right now, dog. <laughs> My my desk is a slap in the face to all Halloween buckets around America. Uh, listen here, it's real. No, no, let me let me let me let me take this intro. Real okay, quick. please. Uh, like we do a lot, you know what I'm saying? As as parents, you know what I'm saying? As fathers, as mothers, or, you know what I'm saying? We 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 sacrifice a lot to make sure that our kids have a wonderful wonderful time when they're raised in our households, right? Like this Halloween, we bought them the nice, fresh, dope, up to date, up to date costumes reflecting <laughs> the current media entertainment and consumption uh in america today right mm-hmm. like we didn't come with we didn't come with you know what i'm saying frozen dresses this year you know what i mean mm-hmm. nah that's two that's two to three years right. ago dog let, we, the, let them go you know what i'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we we came with elena of avalor this year dog like we came mm. you know what i'm saying i'm talking three months you know what I'm saying, in production, you know what I'm saying, on, on TV right now. That's how fresh we came. We make sure that they're up to date, ready to roll out. You know what I mean? We make sure that they're cute and so that they can rack up all of these Halloween goodies. And all we ask, all that we expect, nay, nay, all that we deserve, oh. it's just a, it's a little bit off top. And I'm not talking about, you know what I mean, the sweet tarts. Hold no, that. Right. Mm. Keep that. Mm. Them smarties. No, 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 no. Them smarties. No, I don't no, want no. them smarties. Mm. I'm talking. I'm talking about them sugar babies. Right. You know what I mean? I'm talking about them Twix. I'm talking about them white chocolate Kit Kats. Fifteen mm. percent. <laughs> it used to be ten percent, dog. But we raise it. Inflation. We got to cover the cost of living in my house. Fifteen percent off top. You still got baby. You still got baby teeth. You know what I'm saying? You don't need all that sweets in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Looking out for your dental hygiene. Mm. That's the that's the kind of parent I am. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I took the I took the young Don out. You know what I'm saying. And um, we actually went to a party, and uh, they gave him you know a, a, a grocery sized bag of candy. You know what I'm saying. And he tried to dive right in. And I was like, "Oh, that's you can't you can't just go in like you know what I'm saying. We have to see what it is that's in here first. Right. I had to figure out you know what I'm saying what it is that I'm getting off top. And then you, you, you know, you get the rest, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I shift through those, those smarties, you know what I'm saying? Those dumb, dumb pops are yours. Hold that. <laughs> what you're I'm basically saying is the washers go to wifey. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and he was a little upset at first, you know what I'm saying? 
But when he still received, you know what I'm saying, a giant bag of candy, how mad can you really be? You know what I'm saying? I, I just need them twizzlers off the break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you have, you know what I'm saying, a full-size candy bar, just know you're not going to taste that till you're about 12, 13 years old. Till you, till you trick-or-treat on your own, and you can, you know what I'm saying, do that. But right now, if, it, if it's full-size... That's mommy and daddy right there, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, shout out, shout out to them houses who know, right? Shout out to them houses who, when you walking up with the kid, you standing on the sidewalk, you let them run up and do ding dong, you know what I'm saying? Let them do their little trick and treat, you know what I'm saying? All, all cute. Like, shout out to the, to that dude who stepped outside, saw me, nodded, dropped three more in the bucket. <laughs> like, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out to oh, that Oh man, dude. you the you real MVP, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he knows. Cause like, he's, he's, he's a dad too. That's what it is. He knows. What ain't he nothing. Is. Ain't nothing said. Just a head nod of acknowledgement, and we keep it moving. That's respect right there, man. And them three candies come out the bucket immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dog. Every every first and fifteenth, you get a check. Does Uncle Sam take something off the top? He do. Sure do. Do you get a little upset? You do. Yep. But you know what? You still got paid though, right? Yeah. And that's the way that these kids gotta look at it. You still getting paid. I'ma get mine though. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Let me First. say this. Let me let me say this too. You know what I mean? I, and I appreciate you brothers for, for chiming on this and co-signing <laughs> it. But I indeed I took it to a different level. As like as I shared before, I'm a educator, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what often happens is after, you know, this grand holiday. Children like to bring in their candy and compare what candy they had, and generally just eat a shitload of candy in the middle of the school day. Mm-hmm. Now, me being the educator that I am, I was once teacher of the year. I said that you no know, prior. First episode. <laughs> I don't want your children. You know what I'm saying? Losing focus. You know what I'm saying? Being hyperactive. Mm-hmm. They they can't you know engage in the content because they're wired. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna confiscate that candy. <laughs> if, if I see it, I'm going to take it. I, I don't play this like, you know, at the end of the class, you get it back. I'm going to eat it before the end of the class. <laughs> I mean, at any rate, that's unhygienic, dog. Like, you know, right. we, we're looking out for you, your health. And so I would just appreciate if the parents, you know, the children whom I teach would just send me, you know, a brief thank you note or something. Mm. You know I mean, a token <laughs> of appreciation because am I, I'm looking out for your child's dentist bills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking out for your child's grades. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm trying to make them productive, you know, members of society. And it starts here. <laughs> Look, he's he's just trying to make sure that the schools continue to have healthy options, you know what I'm saying, during lunch. Like, we're not trying to ruin their appetites or anything like that. We're not to try to, you know what I'm saying, throw off their dietary regime, you know what I mean, that you worked hard for as parents to establish from an early age, right? right? Like, we're not trying to contradict that at all. So, you know what I mean? Like, you know, show us some love, you know what I mean? Matter of fact, matter of fact, in the same vein, man, who are you as a parent, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to allow your child to come to school with three to five pounds of candy? You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't do that. Like, you don't know it's going to be an issue. Like, you, like you don't know he's going to be turned up. Like you don't know, like you know what it is. You Listen. don't allow your son to eat five pounds of candy just sitting at the house because you know he's gonna be too wild. Mm-hmm. Why Listen. would you allow him to bring it to school and do the same thing? You know you don't mm-hmm. get that phone call. No, you I don't want to call you. I don't. You I don't want to know what your kids have. You Come know what on, saying? man. Like it's you know what I'm saying. You got to know if there, if there's you know what I'm saying any contraband in the house. You got to know you know if they've been drinking. You know you got to talk to them at an early age about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, I know where my kids' candy bags are at all times, dog. Mm. I got it. I got it within line of sight right now, son. Mm. Like you I, got it. I know where it you is. I know where it is. I got an RFID in that joint. <laughs> if it won't pass, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like this. 
It's like the <laughs> Galaxy Note pen, dog. You leave without it, it chirp on me. You know okay. what I mean? So I, it's, it's, we, we play no games around here, dog. Like, you get two pieces after dinner. You know what I'm saying? The way that I've done my math, uh, that ought to last until after Christmas. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Two weeks before, you know what I'm saying? A, a week after Thanksgiving, they forgot all about it, dog. Ooh. Holidays are coming up. They're thinking son, about turkey, you know what I'm saying? Son, like, come on, man. Like, this is this is not a game. This is strategic parenting right here. Mm. They got yams class. on the brain. You know what I mean? Like, after school, come holler at me. I'll tutor you a little bit. Mm. All right, so my question to you fellas are, is, what else do you use the dad tax on outside of Halloween candy? Are you serious? Every damn thing, dog. Like, <laughs> like, dog, like, like, uh, like, Educate me. I'm not a dad. Boom. That's why I'm asking. Wait, 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 wait. Look, <laughs> let me tell you what this dad tax comes into play, dog. <laughs> okay. Right? When you roll out the fast food restaurant and you got a bag full, it's got like four or five boxes of fries in there, dog. Okay. Like, you shake a little bit at the bottom of the bag and, you know what I'm saying, their fry containers might come out three quarters full. You know mm, what I mean? That's, mm. that's more than enough sodium and carbohydrates for them, dog. They don't, they don't need, need that fast food already. They don't need any of that. You know what I mean? So if a few waffle fries shake to the bottom of the bag, leave that there. Mm. I'll take care of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that 10% right there. Let me tell you about this right here, man. My son, you know what I'm saying, has a problem with these, uh, you know, box drinks or Capri Sun pouches. Mm-hmm. Once you insert the straw, you know what I'm saying, he likes to grab them, and when he grabs them, you know what I mean, a lot of the juice squirts out. Mm-hmm. So when I give you a box drink, I'm going to take the first sip, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe two or three, yeah, huh? Exactly. Right. And j- j- just to protect your shirt and, you know, the furniture in the house. So before you even get a sip of your juice, I'm going to already taste it and know that it's all right. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. good parenting in that. I don't know if the shit went bad, if it turned, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And shout out and shout out to the proper parenting skills when you forget to do it and they hold out the juice box to you Ooh. to let them know. Like, hey, I'm not ready for this, Dad. Right. You take that 10%. That's what I'm saying. That's dad tax <laughs> off top before you even get a chance to drink that Capri Sun. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's the lemonade joint because that joint's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you might have to get another one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it come with 10, dog. So you got five for the week. Yo, yo, shout out to Capri Suns, though. It's definitely like like 10 pouches for like $2, dog, at Walmart. But, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad example, boy, because the fuck, you know, the, the fucking Capri Suns are designed not to like stain like uh, like your cl- your kids' clothes and shit. He don't know that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that that's for sure. That's, that's what we call an umbrella rule. You know what I'm saying? It covers all juice spots. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, fuck it, but like, it don't even be like, it don't even be like food and shit, dog. Like, uh, like I'll get like I'll get my son like a video game or something mm-hmm. for for like his for like his birthday, and like I'm definitely playing first, dog. I don't know, like I don't know what you thought this was, dog. Yeah, yeah. That's how my my son. Uh, we went to Dave and Buster's, you know what I'm saying, and we cashing our tickets, and he won this kite, you know what I'm saying. And he wanted to fly the kite, you know what I'm saying? But his legs aren't fast enough to get the joint airborne. So I was like, let me just, you know what I mean? <laughs> let me just get the joint in the air one time. <laughs> and then for a second, I forgot how fun it was to fly a kite, you know what I'm saying? Yo, that's real talk, dog. That's real talk, dog. I recently discovered the fun of kite flying, dog. Like... Yeah. That's no lie. They've been around for hundreds of years and there's a reason. You know what I mean? And like, you know what I'm saying? They got staying power, you know what I mean? Kids 
kids don't understand the, you know what I'm saying, the finer details of aerodynamics, dog. So you got to get that joint lifted for them, you know what I mean? I was trying, I was trying to do tricks with that joint, you know what I'm saying? Mad loop-de-loops. Right. Mad barrel rolls, dog. Dad text, bro. Like, Dad, can I use it now? Nah, man, I'm still getting up. Right, come up, come up, you know what I'm saying? Come up off a of 10 to 15% of that fun right, right. there, dog. Exactly. <laughs> You hold this 85%. I'm going to take this 10 to 15% initially. How much you paid for rent last month? Exactly. I mean, I mean 10% of you enjoying it right now. Yeah. Exactly. Talk, you, talk, you give me 50% of that Talk book. back, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Talk back, it's going to be another 5% in increments. Uh, like, don't, don't be, look, don't be late on my dad tax, dog. There's penalties and fees that get assessed with it, too. Yeah. Find yourself in the red real quick. All right, um... My last question: Does this apply to your baby boy, your baby girl's birthday gifts? Is there dad tax on birthday gifts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like what? Are you, are you, so, like the thing about this is, you are the purchaser of you know what I mean the <laughs> gifts. So it's like you know what I mean. You know, there's a certain you know interest level what your kids like. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a character or like video games, my son's just now in the Wii. Excuse me. And so, so you know what it is he likes. I'm not getting a joint that is whack that I'm not going to sit there and want to watch, that I'm not going to sit there and want to, you know, uh, kind of interact with him with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm choosing joints that we can participate, you know, duly in. I'll give you an example, you know Please. what I'm saying? A couple years ago, my son was, was really deep into these trains, you know what I'm saying? So I bought him this, you know, this Thomas the Train, you know what I'm saying, track with the motorized train and, you know what I'm saying, all the little joints. Mm-hmm. We start putting it together, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying, this would be dope if we had, like, bi-level. So if I ran it off the kitchen table, and it hits the floor, goes under your chair, goes around... And he's like, nah, dad, I, want to, I just want to play with it right now. I said, no, it's not ready yet. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we're, we're trying to make major moves right now. And he was like, nah, dad, I just, I just want to play. I'm like, no, man. And so it got to a thing. I actually got in a little scuff with my wife. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to set it up so it would be dope so you can really see it. And she's like, he just wants to play on the floor. I'm like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Ultimately, you know what I'm saying? I just left it alone, let him play with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like Yo. I said, man, you pick well, the shit that you want your yeah. kids to play with. Okay, so no, course. no, but but all right, let me expound on that real quick. I'm talking about like your parents bought your kids, their grandparents bought them some toys or gave them some money. That's what I'm no, saying. Are me, you coming off of that? Let me let me holler, let me holler that real quick. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying, I, it may not be well known, but you know what I'm saying, my, my daughter just turned six today. Okay. Right? So we had a little yeah, I had a little little birthday to me at the, uh, you know what I'm saying? First, total total side note, you know what I'm saying? She got an American Girl doll for, for her birthday. Boom. That's um, a big move. That's a big right. move. That's a, that's, a, that's a racket in and of itself. Mm. Yeah, it but is. We'll, I know. We'll, I got we'll, all we'll, sisters, man. I know about it. We'll, we'll say that for another podcast. But anyway, on the way back, you know what I'm saying? Stopped off at, you know what I'm saying, the grandparents. They came, you know what I'm saying, blessed her with a couple of gifts. One of said gifts. One of said gifts was a ukulele. Mm. Now listen here, mm. all right? She's six. She doesn't understand the finer principles of, you know what I'm saying, strings and notes and musical theory and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know what I'm saying, I, I, first off, I got to tune the thing, right? Right. Uh, play a few notes, you know what I'm saying? 
Next thing you know, I'm playing that uh, uh, volcano theme song from the Disney. <laughs> from the, uh, I, can't, I can't even think of the name of it right now. You know what I'm saying? But the volcanoes fall in love. You know what I mean? Like, I'm playing that theme song. Okay. You know what I mean? So, look, 10 to 15% off top, dog. Before you even get to play with it. You know what I mean? Like, it goes to my hands and then it starts to depreciate in value. <laughs> All right, dad tax. Y'all just hit me up on something. Scrap, if you're still listening to the podcast, just know what's, what's going to happen with young Beckett with this dad tax thing. No, no he, he don't even got to be tutored on this. This is something that comes innate. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's a buried genetic phenomenon that, right. you know, gets activated once the kid is born. It's like instinct. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, puppies, you know what I'm saying, know where to nuzzle up to to get milk. Like dads right. know how to take 10 to 15%. You know mm. what I'm saying? When that Halloween candy come in, it's only right. <laughs> Dog, I put you to bed, son. Come right. off them Snickers. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's not a game, dog. Like, you can't eat all these Skittles, man. Like, it's not even healthy. Dog, I'm doing you a favor. Like, I'm getting angry. Come up off the Kit Kats. Give me a break, son. <laughs> God. All right. Thank you, because this is new shit to me. I never realized that my dad was probably running game on me. Because, oh, I, was, because I was young and dumb. I ain't even know. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Your dad's from Philly, man. He probably, probably <laughs> took, took 45% of your shit. Right. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that exact number, dog. Like, you was probably raking 45%. Like, you got a bucket back half full, son. Tax season. You took, tax season. Took seven, he took 76%. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depending on how the Phillies did, yeah, dog. Right. Didn't come oh, damn spring. Wait, 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 wait. Is the, is the razor blade in the candy thing a lie is that a myth for dad tax is oh, that a man. cover up oh man did I go too deep uh, so you didn't know nah that that was like that might have been like the initial you know what I'm saying uh, fodder that preempted us you know what I'm saying raking our fingers through the candy to make sure everything was alright mm-hmm. but one, once that all went by the wayside we had a tradition that it was established that we had to continue mm. right you know what I mean mm. like it made we can't, you can't go back. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep moving forward. Always you know I mean? forward, there's no, never backwards. There's, Shout no, out to there's no regression. You know what I mean? They're not going to move the kickoff back to the 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now that it's at the 25. And as a child, you know what I'm saying? You 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 were raised in routine. So I remember coming in off breaks and like, like I feel this, you know, the motherfucking uh, pillowcase fill. And before I even broke down, I, you know what I'm saying, put it on the table for my mom to go through. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That was j- just how it went down. That is how it went down. This is exactly what I had to do. Put the candy on the table. Go change out of your Halloween costume. Right. There you go. Come, come back. It's still a mountain of candy on the table. Right. You don't. You don't know that it might be slightly lower. You know what I mean? Don't care. You just know. You just you know, know you get three pieces tonight, dog. Like you living the dream. Right. <laughs> and when and when you're out there as a kid, it's not like you're keeping inventory of of the shit you get. Like I got. That's my third. You know what I'm saying? Full size Snickers. Like you just like you just so gassed to get candy, man. It's like you know what I mean. You're in that mm-hmm. euphoria right now. This is more candy I've ever seen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out, shout out to the parents, a.k.a. me, that make their kids walk that extra mile to hit up that extra house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, that side of the block that we ain't hit yet, but we know give out the good candy. Like, look, dog, we've been getting, you know what I'm saying, yogurt-covered raisins for the last two houses. We about to, we're about to stroll down here and get these tropical spittle, you know what I'm saying, tropical skittles from Miss Winters because she be blessing the kids because mm. she's got nothing but time on her hands. Right. 
Yo, shout out to the parents like myself. You know what I'm saying? Cause I like I got young kids. I got young kids, you know what I'm saying? And like and like I live out in the burbs dog, so like we got like if you want some candy, you gotta do some walking. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely gonna hit up every single house in the goddamn neighborhood and you're gonna be exhausted by the time you get back. You're not even gonna be checking for your candy, dog. Ooh. Mm. I'm in that joint. Mm. Shout out to that to that third, you know what I'm saying? That's the inception strategy, dog, right there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's games within the games within the games, dog. It's already past your bedtime, and you out here walking blocks. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna go down. Like it's just it's a given. And we make you think you want it. Like you don't want that extra candy though, and you 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 can't even process that right now. Nope. You're like, man, I I do like candy. My feet kind of hurt. This costume's kind of hot, but I do like candy though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, now. go get that extra candy, yo. Shout out to the two-year-old who can't even really eat candy, but came home with a bucket, though. Exactly, yep. mm. Whose bucket Son, is it? That's like, the, that's like bonuses to the CEO right there, <laughs> right. <dog. laughs> like, I did a good that job this year. Shoot, dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, them stock, that's them stock options oh, being cashed in right there, dog. Cooper with the candy, dog, just jumping off the plane, dog. <laughs> with buckets of candy. <laughs> We just made off, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, going Enron oh, over here, man. man. Them buckets of candy. That's the mixtape right there. Oh, man. That's an Action Bronson mixtape already. It has to be. <laughs> it's got to be. Motherfucking buckets of candy. And that buckets of Yandy. Sound <laughs> ass. All right, we'll move on to a um another topic uh shout out to to Sixers number 1 draft pick Ben Simmons who had some choice words for the NAA for NAACP for the NCAA um boom you want to talk about that yeah so he he basically came out this week there was a story in the USA today where he just fucking like annihilated the NCAA said it was fucking ridiculous how you know they're making these fucking millions and off off people and they refuse to give them money or refuse to allow them to participate in the lifestyle which they want to. You know what I mean? Basically, Ben says, um, motherfuckers made me go to class. <laughs> and as and as ridiculous as that sounds, you know what I'm saying, I can agree, I can see where his uh, point of view comes from. So, everyone knew that he was going to be a one-and-done, you know what I mean, uh, MB, uh, college player. Um he didn't go to a, a school that was uh, vaunted for, you know, teaching of the fundamentals. He didn't go to, you know, Duke under Coach K or, you know what I mean, under Kyle Perry where he could, you know, learn the pro game. He went to LSU because uh, one of his father's friends was the assistant coach. Um, he played one season. He showed, you know, glimpses of brilliance. And he's ready to go to the NBA. He looked at the NCAA experience as – a stepping stone for the NBA and nothing more. The minor not, leagues. Right. Not as a, you know, avenue to get, you know, educated or to procure his financial future for the rest of his life, but just to get to the NBA. Just like a NFL player would view the combine or um, a workout for an MLB player or something like that. That's how he viewed it. So when you're saying you're making me go to class, it's like, you know I'm here. I'm not... I'm American, like he's from Australia. I came to this country to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. This is 
how I get to the NBA. This is the the step. Everyone goes to college and then they get drafted or you go to the NBDL, but there's vastly more exposure for the NCAA. So I can get, you know, my name out there. People can see my game. I can elevate my draft, my draft stock and make it to the NBA, which he did. Mm-hmm. So if you're not paying the athletes and you're making ungodly amounts of sums from the tournament, from, you know, smaller tournaments, they have like tournaments like in fucking Barbados and shit. Like in the beginning of the season, they had the conference tournaments. They had the NCAA tournament. You're making TV revenue from all these joints. You refuse to pay the athletes. Why then are you making them like sign up for a deal that, that they don't necessarily want? Like the deal that the NCAA is offering is that I'll give you an opportunity there in a college degree wherein you could be financially stable for the rest of your life. I'm giving you a free education. Mm-hmm. If I don't want that, what what's the next you know what's the next option? Mm-hmm. And there is none. And a lot of players don't want that, which is a, which are the one and done players. They just want to get to the NBA where they can make the money. And so it's like, if that's the case, why are you making me go to class? Why are you making me act out this facade? <laughs> like I'm a student athlete. Like I'm I'm here to get education when I'm not. Right. To make you look good. Right. To make it seem like you're giving me something in the deal when that's not what I want. You know what I'm saying? I want to play. In the, for your school, which is going to get you money, get you, you know, fame and, 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 and you know, noteworthiness. And that's it. And let, let's also be clear. Ben Simmons hails from Australia, so he wasn't raised with the fucking American ideals and shit like that. So right. I can understand so I, where he's coming from. I came halfway across the world to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily need you to, you know what I mean, teach me nothing. Just give me... To where I need to get to, right? And the NCAA, you know, what I mean, look really bad in uh, in uh, in response, and a lot of people are agreeing with his, you know, viewpoint. I know it sounds ridiculous. It does that that someone should scoff at, you know, free <laughs> education, you know, a free collegiate education. That you know, what I mean, especially with means, how much it costs. means so much to your, you know, social status and to your socioeconomic status, especially with how much it costs, especially. Right, and and you're talking about those those schools. You know what I mean? At that, mm-hmm. you're talking about, you know, Division One, big name schools. Like it, it costs a, a shit ton. But if I'm not here for that, like, what are you saying? So now let me ask you this, Boom. You have a daughter, goes to UConn, number one draft pick for the WNBA, and she says, "Why do I got to go to class? What do you say?" <laughs> I say you need a job, baby. This WWE thing's not gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? You better get, you better go to you know broadcasting. I know you on you and UConn. ESPN's up there. You know what I'm saying? Make some connections. You know what I mean? Get that broadcast because you're not gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Look at the numbers. But you know, conversely, you know what I'm saying? The numbers that you can make in the NBA for a high round draft pick. You know what I'm saying? If you play your cards right, you could be straight for life. That's true. I was just checking. Sounded <clears throat> like, sounded like the brother purple over here. Do <laughs> you do right by me? <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm trying to find a shorty's gonna shave, Mister. You know what I mean? Man, Harpo in the face, ass. Tequam, you got anything for this topic? No. I mean, man. I know you're an NCAA, no, I mean, you're an NCAA fan. No, not, not even on the feminist shit, but I know you're an NCAA fan. How do you feel about the one and done, 
you know what I mean, kind of uh, situation that, that um, has permeated the whole joint. I mean, I think it is what it is. Like, everybody understands the whole racket, you know what I mean? Like, you come in, I, 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 they're not graduating in a year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's just a stepping stone to get to the NBA to satisfy the NBA's uh, rule, you know what I mean? Like, I think if there was a better alternative, like, you know what I'm saying, to go play and some other, whether, you know what I'm saying, there was some other, I don't know, MBA or something, you know what I'm saying, in the U.S. or something that didn't have that rule, they'd do that just for a year, you know what I'm saying, whether it's going to Europe or anything like that. I, I think it's just it's just a chance for them to build up, you know what I'm saying, a scout tape and satisfy that requirement and then go to the league. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I would love to happen is I would love for the NCAA, I don't know if they do or if they don't, I would actually do some research on this. I would love for, to see if they have um, some form of transparency with where the funds are being spent that are collected, you know what I'm saying? Mm. From the games, from the tournaments, from jersey sales and all that jazz. Like, I'd love to see an accurate accounting or reporting of that to see where that's being funneled to. Yeah, Where's luck. this money that's that's coming in from the boosters going to for these athletic programs? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, good luck with that's, that. I, I mean, that's until, until you get that, until you see how this money is being affected and distributed, I mean, there's, there's really, we, we really have no inroads, you know what I'm saying? We can yell and talk and scream all we want, but they're still raking in this cash. Like I saw the, uh, the, the, I think Jay Billis, who's a bit big advocate, you know what I'm saying? For against the NCAA's practices in this matter. I think he put out a picture with like, um, a rack, like two or three racks of number eight jerseys. Mm. In the Louisville Athletic Store, mm. and everybody's like, "Ah, wink, wink, nod, nod." There's no name on there. It could be any athlete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knowing that, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's Lamar, your, your boy Super Lamario is is powering <laughs> through these sales for these cats. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this, Quam, because uh, I actually had thought about this as you were speaking. Like, then, like, how do you like? Because the times have changed. Like, how do you like? What's the metric now? Because it's like. You see somebody like, you know, Calipari, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you compare him to, like, a like a Wooden or a Coach K? Because, like, you know what I'm saying? He's winning that, you know, unprecedented clips and being in the final floor, you know what I'm saying, consecutively. And he's largely doing it with the model that, you know what I mean, I'm coaching players for one year. And, you know what I mean, I'm getting the best out of them for one year as opposed to, like I said, a Dean Smith or Coach K where you see players actually – you know, evolve in the, you know, better players and and the teams get better? Well, I think first, I mean, I'll, I'll attack that second statement you made first. Like, I think Coach K is a, is a, is a G. Like, he's a G of all Gs because he basically bridged the gap from that wooden-type coaching style to that Calipari-type coaching style. I agree. Like, that time, was it two, year, two years ago when they won the championship with your boy, uh, now playing for you, Cannon? Uh, Okafer? What's Okafer? Is it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When they had all of those super freshmen, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if that was, that might have been the first year where Coach K had those one and done, you know what I mean? Like, he kind of saw the writing in the leaves, you know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, you know, and he made that transition. But what I, and so he 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 is an outlier in and of himself. Because what I would say is that you compare those woodens to, you know, Calipari, these Calipari type coaches, and basically what it is, is, you know what I'm saying, you've got the ultimate coach in Wooden, you know what I'm saying, who's who's working on these X's and O's and coaches up, 
players, you know what I'm saying, versus Calipari. Calipari is like the ultimate hustler. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's in these houses, like and he's he's showing these cats like, look, I can put you where you want to be. You come, right. you give me a year, I'll give you ten. You know what right. I'm saying? Of millions, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so he's in these houses dropping lines and he's getting these cats. He's not necessarily the best schematically. Like if you watch their games, like their stuff is very predictable. They just got dope athletes. Right. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> real. And and ninety percent of the time, dope athletes will win you a game until you run up with another team with dope athletes, and then it's like who's coaching who? You know what I'm saying? Like who's coaching them up? So like I don't I don't hate on Calipari. You got some cats out here that hate on Calipari. Like I don't know what he did legally. You know what I'm saying with UMass and, and Memphis and, and all of that. You know what I mean? Cheated and left. Got but caught and left twice. But you but you can't deny that this dude is hustling and getting these players. You know what I'm saying? He's saying something. Or you know what I'm saying, or or moving something, or they're not eligible. Or, dis- that's or what displaying happened. something, and that's he's getting these cats. You know that's what I mean? Got, they're not eligible. That's how he gets cut. That's Marcus Camby and UMass and fucking. Remember Derrick Rose never took his SATs in Memphis and shit. <laughs> Derrick Rose can't that's, read those. <laughs> that's facts. Derrick Rose didn't take his SATs. We went to Memphis, and then uh, I think Tyreek Evans got money kickback, and then there was an investigation, and he just left. Mm. Hey, look, I, I ain't say anything about the man's scruples. I just say, he's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you check you check any hustler's cred out there, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, their scruples is at a high deficiency, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they got a, they got a vitamin S deficiency it's out there. But, I mean, but, but you, know you look at, like, someone like, you look at someone like Bob Knight, who, you know what I'm saying, has, like, one of the highest graduation rates, you know what I'm saying? Like, and to your point with Coach K, it's like, I think, you know, Coach K had people like Kyrie and people that left early and stuff, but it's like he still had, like, nine other dudes that he coached up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those Plumleys, like, none of them Plumleys were shit, you know what I'm saying, except for Mason, you know what I'm saying? But he coaches them up, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'll have one superstar, maybe one and done player, but I'll have nine other guys that, you know what I mean, have, have embodied and lived by this system. On the other hand, you have Calipari. I mean, I think, it's like I have nine players I mean, like we're, who are all one and done players. Same, yeah, I mean, like we're on the same page. Like it's, uh, like I said, I think Coach K is a G. Like I think he's he's one of if the not if not the best. You know what I'm saying, Coach out there right now with what he can do schematically with how he coached like how he like that's why he's doing USA basketball like right, that's right, how dope he right, is right. you know what I'm saying that's why he's taking over he took over the Olympics you know what I'm saying like his fundamentals transcends levels yeah. of of basketball you know what I mean he's getting he's getting prima donnas you know what I'm saying he's getting you know Carmelo Anthony to turn into leader you know what I mean and, like and they you get a gold medal you get a gold medal for doing that before you even get to the Olympics. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and and so and then and then these other schools like you gotta you gotta look at you know what I'm saying they they have they have some idea of the type of coach they want to represent them. You know what I mean? Mm. Like uh, prior to you know what I'm saying his antics. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying Bob Knight. You know he was he's a he was a really really good coach he had some great problems but he's a really really great coach you know what i mean like you got some schools that that don't really care though you know what i mean like they're just trying to get on the map right so like uh you come on dog you know what you're getting like you know what you're getting when you hire calipari right you know what you're getting when you hire bobby petrino right come on dog. like this track record isn't made up it is what it is but you prioritize winning 
and getting these recruits in and turning these recruits over and getting that money in and getting that exposure, rinsing and repeating. Like that's that's what your aim is before you're quote unquote, you know what I'm saying, the student athlete and their their their, you know what I'm saying, betterment to enter society. That's real. Let, let's so let's discuss the, the one and done rule. So in college football you have to play two years of football before you can be eligible for the for the NFL. And that's partially because, you know what I mean dudes, You don't want high school students dying? Right. <laughs> like dude, dude, dudes are just bigger. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. The schemes and stuff that they run are way more complex than you ever would have run in any high school. So, um, two years of college football and you play. How different is the NBA from, you know, a talented high school or talented AAU team? Remy. It's the best of a... Like, as you move up levels, you know what I'm saying? Like, your high school team was, like, the best people in your at, at your high school, right? Yeah. you like, um... Your like your college team was like the best people in like the state, just for the sake of argument, you know, like the best people in your state. You know what I'm saying? Like your NBA team is like the best of the best. Like it's not a, it's not really a comparison. Like these dudes are are supreme like athletes, dog. Like once you get it to the pro level, and for at least for basketball, like I, like football, you might be able to you might be able to swing like because like a lot of that depends on like a lot of that depends on the system, mm-hmm. but like basketball, it's like it's like the uh, individual player, uh, like professional athlete, is leaps and bounds better than a college player. But I mean, I don't, I don't know that to be true because it's like you see, like you know, what I'm saying KG or LeBron or Kobe, they were able to come to the league and largely Dominate. duplicate what they did in high school, and and it's like I I can not foresee a, you know what I'm saying a case where that would happen in football. You know what well, I'm saying? Well. Here, here's the thing, like from from a football position, it's purely, in my opinion, it is purely health related. Like okay. I, I, I truly feel that you will die. Like a high school <laughs> player will die if he gets smacked up by Von Miller. Like that's that's, 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 that's real talk. Like, that's, that's what you're going. Like you know, what I'm saying let 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 uh, uh what's your boy David Johnson from the, from the Cardinals come up on a frail middle linebacker. Like come on, son. Now, that I think that's purely health related. In in a in a a litigation prevention mechanism, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. so what now, you're saying is there's no need for the one and done. You should be able to go from high school to the pros. I absolutely, I, I mean, absolutely. I I, ha- I don't understand the one and done rule in basketball. Period. Like, if you want to say it's from a uh, a purification or making you know distilling and making the game better so that these kids get some understanding and fundamental of organized basketball at a higher level, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Take take that, yeah. hold that, whatever. I don't I don't understand the one and done rule at all. I think I think there's two reasons for the one and done rule. Number one, uh, you would have a shit ton of you know inner city or whatever kids coming out saying I don't want to do anything but go to uh, but yeah, play, I don't in NBA. play in the NBA. That's it. And and you know the percentage of collegiate players that make the NBA is wild small. So right, you know what I'm saying? How is this nigga from high school to make the NBA? Point two. Is the fact that um, I just lost point two. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me a second, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, no, no, but no. My my point two is the fact that they have had several um, players that come from high school to the pros and wash out, and that makes it a non-viable option when more players are eighteen years old and. 
you know, or 20 years old on their third team and watch that of the NBA. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. this didn't work if we can't sustain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, like it's it's way fewer KGs than it is, I mean, than it is Kwame Browns. You know what I'm saying? But see, but but here's my here's my thing. And it could be, now, the it's not completely apples to apples because of the numbers that we're talking about on a basketball team versus a baseball team. But why do I feel like baseball gets it right? You know what I mean? Like, why why can't you, you know what I'm saying, you see a promising young player, and you draft the homie and let him spend some time in the D-League if you feel like he's not ready or cut him. Like, I, I don't I don't understand why that's it's probably so... Because, it's probably because uh, minor league baseball actually does make a little bit of money, um, whereas the D-League, the D-League, granted, is probably better attended than WNBA games, but the D-League ain't making them no money. And the D-League is ridiculous. I don't know... You know how viable it is as a conduit to the W to the NBA, just because like you watch this shit, motherfuckers be having like fifty eight points and like twenty seven rebounds. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's it's like like all the like second best niggas that didn't make the league are just playing that motherfucking the wreck, and it's just like niggas are going for broke trying to make the NBA mm-hmm. as opposed to you know you know running plays or getting better. Or if you know what I'm saying this is a subdivision of the fucking. Knicks, they should be running similar plays to the Knicks or a similar offense so that when you get to the Knicks, you can, you know, execute. It's, I don't I don't see too much of that. I see more so, you know, a flash or maybe one or two players that um, are killing. And when I say killing, like, really, really, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they don't belong there, dog? Like. <laughs> right, right. And it, it, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like high school ball, you know what I'm saying, basically, to me, in my opinion. And I've not watched that much uh, NBDL, but the ones mm-hmm. I have watched, it's just been outlandish. So maybe if the NBDL was more of a professional league, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it was more not not just televised or, you know, acknowledged, but ran like a fucking actual league. Like, if it looked like college. It doesn't even look like college. No, no, it's 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 something something totally different. It's not even like college. Whatever. It's like like, like you said, like, just dudes running around, like, going going all out, trying to make an NBA team, trying to get called up. But I feel like that's that's an an organizational problem. Like, I feel like that's something that could be – Handle real quick if the NBA threw weight behind it. You know what I mean? Like, right? They, right. it's it's not like they're hurting for cash that they can't invest a little bit into the D League to make it a little bit more structured and organized. Because the minor league system in baseball is is very very similar. Like, you right. got cats. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the Chris Bryant from the Cubs who comes through last year. You know what I'm saying? In the minor league, I think it was last year. Comes through in the minor league system. He's in there for like you know, 25 games. And that was on some purely financial skullduggery action. Like that wasn't because he wasn't, no, like real, real talk. Like he was blowing it up in, you know what I'm saying? Spring ball. And they sent him to the minor league just so that they wouldn't have to satisfy some contract ab- obligation. Right. And then they called him back up. Like after 25 games in the middle of the season, you know what I'm saying? When they knew that he couldn't fulfill that contract. Yeah, no, so like, that was pure financial skullduggery, you know what I mean? But, like, you, on the other hand, you got 38-year-old pitchers down there who've never made it to the league, you know what I'm saying? But have a, just enough talent that, you know what I'm saying, if somebody get injured, maybe they get into a bullpen rotation. Right. You know what and, I mean? And, and to your point, like, like it's, 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 it's way more connected to the Major League Baseball. Because, like, you look at someone like Clayton Kershaw, who is, you know what I mean, the predominant pitcher of her time. When he got hurt, he had to have a couple starts in the motherfucking, you know, triple A joint. Yep. Like that's how they do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like those fucking um triple A players got a chance to, you know, play with and see what's gonna happen when they get to the pros, if they get a chance to get to the pros. 
and they see it as a more viable option. You may be playing with a guy that's a pro player. You know what I'm saying? He's just injured or coming off something. That doesn't happen in the NBA. It's not like, you know what I'm saying, someone tweaked a hamstring and we're going to give him, you know, 10 minutes a night down in the deal. And then once they that work that out, they come back up. Like, they, we don't do that shit. Right. And and like I said, I'm not entirely sure why we don't because it makes, I think it makes perfect sense. Uh, like, it's purely built up for that. Um, if coaches or if systems ran that right, like the minor league baseball system is ran, you'd have the same type of, like, you'd have Popovich, you know what I'm saying, and his, I, I forget what their team is, but, you know what I'm saying, San Antonio's affiliate, you know what I'm saying, D-League team would be running the same offensive scheme so that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, yeah. homies could come up and get slotted right in the spot, you know what I'm saying, for a couple of games, two, three, four, five games in the middle of the season when Tony Parker, you know what I'm saying, suffers from olitis. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it just, I feel like it just makes sense. Why have that dude not dressed riding your bench when he can be getting a couple of minutes a game, you know what I'm saying, right. in the D-League? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Especially if you draft a rookie and like you said, like he's behind somebody, he's not going to get that playing time, but you really like him, let him cook in the, in the DL, you know what I'm saying, pause, and, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying, and, and and come up, like I said, with the same schemes, the knowledge of the offense, and, you know, the timing and what we like to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, dude. Hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills. All right, you know what else makes sense? Talking about a black business. Okay. Boom. You want to shout out to Don Digger's own joint? Yeah, yeah. Don Digger. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man. You know what I'm saying? Don Digger got this joint called uh, The Damn Truth. You know what I'm saying? You can follow it on Twitter. It's the damn truth. It's the damn truth.com. That's D A M N E D T R U T H. You know what I'm saying? Same thing on the gram. Um, he's got it really popping. He did some work first out in New York with the um, Upright Citizens Brigade. Ooh. A lot of improv, a couple shows he had. He was hoaxing out there looking really big. Pause. <laughs> now he's he's moved out to the to the left coast and he's he's putting on some shows. He's emceeing. He's hosting uh, a lot of comic joints. If you're an upcoming comic, you know what I'm saying. If you want to get out in the scene, um, that's L. A. Abbott. You know what I'm saying. Don Digger. You know what I'm saying. The damn truth. Check it out. Um, he has some videos put up on a, on Facebook. Some of the acts. Some of the comments are you know he's one of the realest dudes out in L. A. He's one of the dudes that says when he's going to hit you back, he hits you back. He wants to work. He wants to work. If you're on the L.A. scene, you know what I'm saying? The damn truth. Um, Can we talk about him showing up on Love and Hip Hop very briefly? <laughs> the Don is out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mom. Yo, he everywhere. You ain't nothing there, dog. My mom <laughs> sent me on the joint, and she was like, you know, I seen your friend. And I was like, ooh. She was like, Lawrence. And I was like, Lawrence? She was like, you on TV? And I was like, TV? She was like, yeah, I'm loving hip-hop. And I was like, what you watching loving hip-hop for, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, he's just out here, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. Uh, represented, did real big things on the East Coast and brought that New York thing to the to the left coast. Proud of the Dom, man. Mm-hmm. I was just confused as to how the... Nope. All right. <laughs> first off, okay. first off, let me just say this. I mean, that's that's my that's my motherfucking right hand. That should do. You can never ever be surprised with Dig Pop. <laughs> never, dog. That was going to be my point. <laughs> and I was and I was thinking about this. I was thinking about my man Don uh, Schnormanati, and I was like, you know, 
if he was on TV, it wouldn't be a regular show. Like, you would think of all the shows you would be on, something to do with, you know, production, editing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That wouldn't be it. Like, you, like it would probably be the most left thing you could possibly be on the television. So, it only it only makes sense, you know what I'm saying, that, that he had his first cameo, you know what I mean, that he got his sad car punched, you know what I'm saying, on that... Uh, on Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop, L.A. Yeah. Shout out to L.A. Abbott. Love and Hip Hop, L.A. Abbott, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call him... I call him a... Uh, what you call it? Uh, Black Rob Townsend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing that Hollywood shuffle, you know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, most of the people listening don't know who Digger is, but we, we've known him. Boom, you you guys have known him longer since y'all all from the same hood. New Gunswick. Um, yeah, I know it. But, yeah, for us, meeting him in at Howard, it's like we knew. We, we know his personality by now. So for him to just pop up on the most random shit, like we would, like we all agreed, like Atlanta would be the show that Dig would be on <laughs> or writing for, yeah. right? Yeah. No, not Atlanta. Loving hip hop. Right. Yeah. Shout out to the Don, man. So every week we talk about what we listened to, what we got in our tape decks. And our CD players, on our record players. So, we call that what you've been listening to. Kwame, what you what you been on? <clears throat> uh, I got a couple joints, but I'm going to just choose the one because I thought it was really, really dope. Um, I mean, it's it's a tough a tough call. I'll save the other one for next week. But um, my man's uh, Common Sense, mm. a.k.a. Common, released a joint a couple of days ago black america again heard the sound of the trumpets the voice from the throne seen the 24 elders and i knew i was home i was told to write a song for the people take the original hebrews on the exodus of black excellence Salaton. i've been rocking with that joint pretty heavy because i feel like he goes back to his you know what i'm saying common sense days um and really goes in he features he features my dog Bilal on a couple of tracks. Who and says been, my dog Bilal? My dog I say Bilal. that. My dog Bilal, <laughs> son. Um, Bilal is the D one cocaine sniffing, neo soul singing, out of his mind dude. Is he? He's on. He's is he from Philly? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> that explains everything. Right? <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely on he's definitely on four comments tracks um you know and and the album is a like it's just a refreshing if you've ever if you've ever listened to common you know that he's a little different you know what i'm saying his rhyme patterns the beats that he rhymes over you know it's like it's refreshing it's a change from some of the things that you've been listening to and um you know what i mean like that's that's what i've been kind of rocking to all week just like putting that on in the background just kind of vibing you know what I'm saying? Making me feel a little bit better about, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. Even if the even if the album addresses serious and heavy topics, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, Common himself is refreshing uh, to listen to these days. Mm. Okay. Common. Black America again. I gotta listen to that. I have it downloaded, but I haven't listened yet. Uh, boom, what you been listening to? I listen to a lot, man. Um, first off, I wanted to get a chance to, to rebuttal, you know what I'm saying, your joint. I listened to that Rage in the Machine joint. Oh, yeah, that um, Joe Button. Look. I 
Standing in the cypher rocking The driving some of the hottest cars New Jersey's ever seen The dropping some of the dopest mixtapes that you ever heard And it's all courtesy of weed, a couple perks and lean Baby, uh, I, I like to think that you know he's, he's definitely spitting on that joint. He got bars, mm -hmm. and he always comes with bars. I'm not gonna dispute that ever. I just felt like you know what I mean a lot of his concepts and and his rhymes were borrowed on that joint. And um, as I listened through it, it, I kept coming back to that. Like he's borrowing flows, he's borrowing lines, mm. he's borrowing concepts. Like um, mm. that joint uh, that uh, that J Cole joint that he stole that concept. Um, of um was I let, let Jay down or something like that or I let Nas down. Yeah. And so he's so he's kinda like, you know, that joint he's a lot of J flows on that joint. Yeah. Um so that, that I kept I kept I kept hearing that when I listened to it. Um still I think a you know, pretty decent joint. I think we had said that he might be doing that on purpose. You know? Maybe I just it, it, uh, it, it still it still doesn't sit right, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Mm. Like, right. For someone that's so lyric, for someone that's so lyrical to 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 be, you know, using somebody's lyrics so heavily, heavily. Are you calling him a um, swagger jacker? It might be a, a tad, and and to to, to swagger jack the swagger jackiest nigga of all time. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, but it's still a pretty good uh, joint. Um, I also listened to that uh. That Trapper Die 3, you know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely really goes in the whip. Uh, definitely gives you that old feeling from the first time you see them sitting on that uh, on them boxes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I needed and I wanted that. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it's I think it's better than that uh, than the uh, Joe Buttons offering in that I feel like it's a little bit more of what I wanted, a little bit more authentic to you know his brand mm. than actually what the Joe Buttons offered. You would rather move, move music from Joe. Go ahead. I would, I would rather listen to that Trapper Die and I've listened to it more than that other joint mm. and I'm from Jersey yeah that, that's um, blasphemous right there boom speaking of blasphemy um my last offering I listened to that uh, Dream Chasers 4 Better man than me. I found it to be incredible, incredibly, yeah. <laughs> and I, and this is crazy. I want to bring this up for next week as a topic, like, because I, I want to talk to some of my my uh, kids about it. And, um, <laughs> what? Not like like so. Oh, your in class. my opinion, yeah, my class. Oh, okay. In my in my opinion. If you get bodied, like you know what I'm saying, like 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 he got bodied, then you have to you know come back with, you know what I'm saying, fire. Like you know when 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 Jay you know came at Nas at Summer Jam and then it's still Maddie came, everybody was like, well oh. you know well that's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's real now. So I, I was really expecting him to be, you know what I'm saying, 
coming back like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all still talking about this Drake, this Twitter beef, this all this other shit, this Instagram. Okay. And that's not what I got. You mm. know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of the songs on the joint were probably made or in production before the Twitter beef or before his stock has fallen. But uh, the point that I want to address is like, does it matter if you get bodied? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like do, do people mm. even still see that anymore? Do people, does it, if it's, is it even a knowledge that like, all right, your last, you know, blurb in, in, in the public atmosphere was not a, you know, was not a, um, attractive one, you know, it looked real crazy. Right. <laughs> right. You look bad so, on TV, man. Right. So it's like, do you, do, what happens next? Or is it just forgotten about? So I want to ask my, my class, you know what I'm saying? What their thoughts about Meek Mill are. And if they think that, you know, the Drake thing or any of his, you know, shortcomings on, on social media have made him less relevant or fall from what they once held him. Because I know, you know, people of our generation, like if you took an L, like if someone said some slick shit about you, it was like, yo, that didn't came off. But you know, you know what you call it said, like, oh, mm-hmm. you're right. And then they, they did get him. So y'all thoughts and uh, let's talk about the next. Uh, we, we still argue about LL and cannabis. We still do. Right. We still do. Yo, boom. So. A- ask your kids if, like, Meek Mill is, like, an old man. Mm. Because, like, because like, to, to me, like, like he's still, like, that that younger that, that younger crowd. But, like, has he aged out of his, of, of that market? Mm. I don't, I, 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 that's, that's cool. I'll ask him that. I just think that it's, like, their uh, attention span is so short that it's, like, like, like they they don't they don't they don't connect the fact that you know nine months ago this guy got roasted like he was killed like he was he was every meme like he was everything right and I was like oh, you got the new meat meal like I played it in the class um, the edited version <laughs> and the kids are rapping the lyrics and I was just like y'all y'all fuck with this like, I didn't even, like it was that it was that it was and bad, bad like, just the fact that. Just the fact that, like, I know how I would feel. Like, tennis got bodied off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I might not be a Drake fan, but this game got bodied. I don't want to hear this watch. Like, right. you know what I mean? I, like, this is definitely spin into like a whole other com- like whole other conversation. Sure would. But yeah. uh, like, it's probably uh that that little yachty, that little that little yachty shit, dog. Like, it don't ma- it don't matter. You know, I just want to hear I just want to hear beating somebody mumbling over over that shit and. Mm. And gets hurt, dog. Like, who who cares who's mumbling? Mm. I, That's I real. Do. I, I care. Because <laughs> I mean, you care, Kwame, but you're I'm not a fan of little little yachty at all. But no, you're you're no. also but not I, the uh, you're also not the target audience. Exactly. Right. Who, who's who's the so target could, who's the target audience for? I'm Minnesota? just saying. Could you could you be a fan? Of, could you rep somebody that got washed and like their last known? You know what I'm saying. Appearance is getting washed and not even addressing getting washed. You're still a Jay fan, so obviously, yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay is like Jay is another Jay level of wash, dog. Like, it's, yeah, but Jay addressed it. it. It's it's not a it's not like he got mopped in like a battle or something. It's like he just like aged out of his of his market. You know what I'm saying? Like and he got now, he got he got mopped up in Ether with Ether though. He surely did. But he, but he dropped the takeover before that though, so like it, it's kind of even. <laughs> you know what I'm like, okay. like Nas got like Nas got back on that joint. It wasn't it wasn't like it was like like cause like we heard a takeover, and we were like oh shit, like Jay just ended Nas's career. It's like no, he didn't. 
Right. Now he didn't. Then yeah. when that Ether dropped, it was like, oh, like, now they're back on an even playing field. You know what I'm saying? And then he clapped back with the super ugly. If you remember with the with the uh, he left condoms in the baby seat. Yeah, and remember with the, uh, the Drake joint, like Drake was just kept releasing joints. <laughs> like you ain't got no response. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Back to back. Okay. Back to back. All right. So button Jeezy meat. Yeah. Jeezy's the best out of the three. Okay. Remy, what you been listening to? Man. <sighs> I know Boom. I think it was Boom mentioned it last week, man. That that's the lines, dog. I've just been trying to listen to it and figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. When it's the feelings I wear, don't touch me. It's very it's, it's interesting music to say the least. Like like I like I'm not listening to it so much for like enjoyment. Like I was just like like what do you, what do you think she was trying to say? With this, you know, chord progression, you know, so mm. like I've been, do, I've been doing shit like that. But to contrast that, dog, your boy Migos, dog, y'all know I love, y'all know I'm a big fan of the Migos, dog. <laughs> that bad and bougie, dog. I don't know, that shit does something to, yep. <laughs> to yep. your boy, dog. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> Raindrops, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking a hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody to grit the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Cry me a river, give you a My tissue. Bitch. Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a Uzi. Yep. Shout out to Quavo. Shout, shout out to Lil Uzi Vert, dog. Like, he's on that shit. I can't, fr- I can't deny it, dog. I like the song. Kwame, do you have a response? <laughs> I have I have no response whatsoever <laughs> because I'm actually a huge Migos fan too. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Like. Yep. Pipe it up. <laughs> look, it. it <laughs> like, there's some things you know are bad for you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you just partake of it anyway. Like, there's no way that taking a shot of Jim Clear is going to improve your standing in society. <laughs> right. 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 It's it's not gonna better any situation. But for one night though, you're like, eh. Let's do it. You know what I mean? And that's how that's how Migos is every time I listen to it. Like it's not gonna improve uh my analytical capabilities or make me understand, you know what I'm saying, the plight of the African American citizen in the world today. But we're gonna we're gonna turn it on and get lit. But I, but I need to pipe it up one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how something. can you respect Amigos and not respect Ray Schremer, dog? I I didn't say I didn't respect Ray Schremer. I just I uh I just Alluded to the fact that they may have been your twin siblings, <laughs> uh, but um, oh dang! Now I got Now I gotta go find that song of theirs. Uh, let me pull up. Pull up Shrimp Life Two. Yeah, uh, that's a joint. Look alive. I love Look Alive. That joint. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm in a gym, that joint uh, goes so hard. Pause. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on the elliptical, flailing like a uh, a madman. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But Look Alive. I actually, I actually like Black Beatles. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, I can't say I've listened to anything else on the album. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Race Rimmer. Um, I don't even remember what the conversation was about him last week, other than they're, <laughs> they're, they're distantly related to you. Cannon, what you been listening to? <laughs> skirt, skirt. You put us out to the, you put us out to the shit as possible. <laughs> Uh, before we get off of that, we mentioned it last week, but shout out to Migos showing up on Atlanta. 
Uh, Kwame, we got to do that Atlanta recap for the whole season. Yeah, yeah, we do. We got to do that. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to leave that to y'all, but like that last episode, man, I don't know about it, man. You don't know about it? I don't know about what it. Don't, what, don't, what, don't, what don't you know Wait, about it? Next week. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, we can do. We can just do an Atlanta recap. You know what I'm saying on here next week. Yeah. All right. So what I've been listening to, um, shout out to Mondo Mondo Tees. They got the exclusive rights to put out the Luke Cage soundtrack on vinyl. I saw that I saw that Instagram post. Dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They put out an exclusive yellow vinyl joint, and um, I just been playing that back to back to back. Like the music is so good when you listen to it, it sounds like a seventies black exploitation kung fu kung fu kung fu flick. Like it's super dope. The drums on there are like raw. Pause and. Like it sounds like it was recorded in a sweaty basement studio. Like the console was like old, and it's got like Mad Dog Twenty Twenty spilt on it. Yes, like that blue raspberry. Yo, <laughs> like it's gritty. It, it's super. Like I said, it's super seventies. So, um, shout out to Ali Shahid Muhammad and Adrian Young on that. Um, Kwame, I, I know you said uh the intro like. Like every every episode, you listen to the intro, and then you said Yo, you're like you might got bars for it too. You know what I'm saying? Like Netflix. You know what I'm saying? You know how them being the G's that they are and understanding the attention span of Americans today. Okay. Um, after you watch one or two episodes in a row, they'll automatically skip ahead to pa- just past the intro song to the right. actual start of the episode. Like when it was doing that for Luke Cage, I was like, "Nah, Netflix, you're gonna have to hold off real quick." <laughs> nah, I need man. that minute and tw- I need that minute and twenty seconds. That strong, you know what I'm saying? Kwame and Bali, a minute and twenty seconds where you go hard to pause. Pace. No, no, no. That was a di- that was a direct illusion. <laughs> to the way Kwame and Bali di- would be giving that it was, to. That was a direct analogous comparison. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to my to, to my stamina, but. Uh, <laughs> Nah, dog, but I'm like, yo, we need to rewind this and start from the beginning because that joint goes crazy. Yeah. Um, and Remy, for you, because you are a sampling ass dude, beat making dude, uh, there are plenty of joints on there. But and that blows my mind. Adrian Young makes music because he knows that producers can sample his music. Right. So he does it on purpose. Like, there's a couple of times you'll be listening to it and you're like, why did he repeat that measure like four times and then he did it because he knows that some dude can take that and just loop it up and rap over it right so mm-hmm. like for you too there's like new it's like crazy it's like new samples shout out to the the, the don me because i found that motherfucking uh sample in the motherfucking reggae joint <laughs> oh yeah yeah that yeah, berry's yeah, hammond dog that berry's <laughs> hammond joint shout out to the wild jamaican names dog berries <laughs> Shout out, shout out to, I already know what I'm going to be listening to. 
next week for next week's episode. Because um, I've been on this Hamilton joint. You know what I mean? I tried to tell y'all. And it- Spotify definitely has the original Broadway cast recording of it. Yes. That's what I got your on vinyl too. Your boy's going to be looping that all week. That's what I've been trying to tell y'all. I, t- I tried to tell oh. y'all back in like episode two or three. And shout out to two weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? For for Mal's birthday, I'm taking her to the hip hop rendition of the Nutcracker Dog. <laughs> what? Where Where is that at, Doug? <laughs> it's at the Durham Performance Arts oh, Center, Doug. Starring Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> Yo. That bitch is on Kane with a C, Doug. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, Big Daddy Kane is doing the intro to that. Told you. He's like down he's, in, I know I know he's in the in yeah, the North Carolina down, area. He's yeah, he's hood. he's introducing, you know what I'm saying, that when it when it first makes it run, you know what I mean? So I'm actually low key excited about that. R A W. Shout out to that big daddy came with the C. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um but that Luke Cage soundtrack is also on Spotify, so you can go stream that joint. Shout to the Netflix plug I just got up. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. Right, right. Oh, a word. Right. Wait. Yeah, Shout out to your sister three. not having to. Your not sister worked it out. Apologize. I was gonna <laughs> say did they get back together? <laughs> nah, nah. I wanna, I wanna secure this route. You know what I'm saying? To go get somebody else's joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got, I got my homegirl side pieces joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, you are- did you confiscate me? <laughs> Did you confiscate one of your kids' phones, dog, and then like just jack the password off of that joint? No, no, I got, I got one of my homegirl side piece joint, but I gotta, I gotta tread lightly because he's not, he hasn't watched the whole season yet, so I can't watch his joints and he ain't watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so, wait so a minute, you Netflix Like, why am I, why am I on uh, episode nine? I'm pretty sure I only saw three yesterday, dog. <laughs> Exactly, you know, so I'm out here working real, you know, what I'm saying behind the scenes, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> That's that, dog. You on that ultimate, like your Netflix authorization skills are on the level <laughs> of the '90s '90s cable splitting, dog. Like you're jacking your neighbor's cable right now, dog. Telling you, man. Shout out to William Byron. You know, what I'm saying, you doing the homie, homie gets a Christmas present out of the blue one, you know, like you know, what I'm saying, good looking up. <laughs> I'm changing his his motherfucking preferences. Like, I don't even know I like Kung Fu flicks. You know what I'm saying? Like in that section where they recommend it for him, he's like, "Duh, I've never watched." You know what I'm saying? A German foreign martial arts film in my life, <laughs> right? Yo, are you are you going to set up a, a separate profile for 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 Joey the Dong? <laughs> <laughs> no, so they so they got the joint, they got the joint, they got the kids joint. You know what I mean? All the joints come with the like. Yeah, numbers. you don't even have to do that now. Dog. Man, yeah. stealthy. So he's straight, but it's it's me that's trying to. You know what I mean? It's a boom. It's a boom profile on there, dog. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get. You know what I'm saying? Caught up. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It's it's a it's a Byron and then a Byron two on that joint. Dog. <laughs> it's it's a Byron. This is boo. And then it's the side piece joint, you know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because I don't even like. I guess his boo sees that joint when she signs yeah. on. You That's know his cousin. Saying? That's his cousin. Keep that low, boom. Okay, That's his cousin. respect. And so I'm just in his joint, like you know what I'm saying? Because her joint is mad girly. His girl's joint is mad girl. I'm just like, all right, he got the joints, but like I said, he's only on like episode five. So I've been trying to you know <laughs> give him some time, but he's slacking on the Mackie, You know what I'm saying? So I've been trying to do like an episode, you know, maybe two or three nights. I'm still about to pass him. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why you got to use the side pieces joint, though. It's like because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what she what she thinks is, is gonna that's true. That is true. 
Yeah, but you gotta switch right. profiles. You gotta switch over to the side piece profile. Use the side piece profile, though. Cause if she start acting up, he could. But there, actually, if she start acting up, he gonna cancel her. So I don't know if you could do that. But if he cancels her, I still have the passcode. Unless he, That's unless true. he changes the passcode. But pass then that means you up, back man. on his. You back to waiting until after he watch it. Right. I don't know. Like we don't care about the side piece though. Let's just get like let's get that out in the open. Let's get you know that out into the what, open. Whatever happens to her, whatever happened to her, you know what I'm saying? That's not it's unimportant, dog. Like you, you like <laughs> you need to protect the main joint. And, and, now she's definitely the homie though, you know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely I'm nah, definitely not trying nah. to fuck up her situation. The G, you know what I'm the G move, the G move, you know what I'm saying? Okay. With uh uh understanding the finer principles of Netflix binging that I can offer you. Um, okay. Is you create that profile, right? You create that side profile one night and you destroy all of the shows that you want to watch in a time frame of 24 hours and then you delete that profile. Ooh. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, dog. Ooh. Like, I'm talking about, look, I don't know if y'all got off this Friday for Veterans Day. Don't you know sure what I'm saying? Don't. Oh, poor thing. Cause Thursday, I don't either. Thursday night, you know what I'm saying? If you did, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if you did. Mm-hmm. Thursday night, you know what I'm saying, you create that profile at like, you know what I'm saying, two in the morning, and you just go hard in the paint, you know what I'm saying, uh, on Luke Cage, watch all 13, you know what I'm saying, 49 minute episodes, and then delete that joint bleary eyed <laughs> in them, you know what I'm saying, at one o'clock the next day, and you're good to go, and then you collapse and pass out, you know what I mean, let Boom Jr., you know what I'm saying, draw on your face with mad uh, glitter markers. That's real. That may or may That's not real. have happened, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like, you know what I'm saying, there's some sexism in this joint because I feel like that was me, you know what I'm saying, and it popped up and it was like another bitch on my, uh, my fucking Netflix joint. I'm like, ah, oh, that's cool. But if I saw some digging joint, like, yeah, like, you know, Randy, I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Randy doing on my Netflix? You know what I'm saying? Randy got a job. Fuck Randy, you know what I'm saying? Well, look, this, this you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll, we'll speak on this, but there's, there's profile etiquette. Like, you don't just create a profile on somebody else's account. Like, we're all jokes and jokey right now, you know what I mean? But... You don't you don't create yourself a Netflix profile on somebody else's Netflix account unless you have prior authorization. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, what I'm saying my my, my mother in law and myself nearly came to words because I came home. With that. <laughs> <laughs> now granted, now granted, she's watching. You know, what I'm saying the kids, so you can't say too much. But you know, okay. what I'm saying there's a little side eye. You know, what I'm saying a little shade being tossed because you're like, you know, what I'm saying there's, you know, what I'm saying there's your boy, there's qualms, You know what I mean? There's kids. And then, you know what I'm saying, in a moment of uh, uh, gracious allowance after a exceptional report card, my oldest daughter got to create her own profile. Mm, you know what I'm okay. saying? So we got three on there right now. She earned that jump. Right? And then you get this fourth one popping up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, mm. what, is, what is this? Like, where did this Wabi account come from? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then lo and behold, I, I open it up and it's mad like Jane Austen remakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on that joint. <laughs> I'm like, come on, dog. Like, don't recommend me. <laughs> don't put this on my profile, man. She ain't paid a daddy tax. <laughs> See, let, let me say this. Let's let's not get it twisted. She definitely did pay the dad tax because anytime she bakes a fresh batch of rolls, I get the first one. Oh, okay. okay. That's respect. That's respect. That's hard earned respect right there, <laughs> dog. Respect. So like, maybe, I'm, so maybe she deserves an account then. You know maybe, I mean? maybe she, like, I didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? It's still, it's definitely still on there, and she's got the password anytime she rolls over. You know what I'm saying? She's got my old uh, tablet already configured, ready to roll. I occasionally have to go over reconfigure it because that's what son-in-laws do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As well as hook up every new printer that they get. <laughs> right. 
You know what I'm saying? But um, that that uh, son-in-law tax, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, a discussion for another day. Okay. Son-in-law tax next week. Boom knows about that son-in-law tax because, you know what I'm saying, he's rocking that tofu on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, sure is. We'll talk about that. We'll share that. That's a yeah. Fewer struggles. That's that tax you owe. You owe that every year. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Don't don't never get no income, son-in-law tax, dog. You can follow Defcon Jive on Twitter at DCJ Podcast. We on SoundCloud. We on iTunes, Google Play. Go like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Stitcher. Stitcher. Tune in. Share it with your friend. Share it with your friends, your family, your moms, your dads, your little shorty, your side piece, uh, your coworkers. Um, get us up there. Get this ignorance out there. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start putting the we're gonna start putting the audible snippets on on Twitter, dog. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. to. Yeah, no. yeah. add us with your uh, Netflix names and passwords. <laughs> <you know what? laughs> nah, Make dog. We already fire. got the we got the Netflix covered, dog. We need you to come through with the Hulu accounts. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. We need you to come yeah, with we, that we, Apple iTunes, you know Apple here, TV dog. accounts. <laughs> come on, son. I need you to cover the spread out there, dog. Help your boy out. For sure. Um, so email us podcast at defconjive.com. Do it. And uh I said that wrong, didn't I? Podcast at defconjive.com. Right. Say it again. Say it again. Podcast at defconjive.com. Well done. Okay. Thank you. Um, so let's get up out of here. This is your boy, Cannon. It's your boy Tim Donahue Jackman, dog. <laughs> It's your boy, boom. It's your boy, <laughs> it's your boy muscle chest broke, dog. I'll tell you, I'll get my plate ready, dog. <laughs> I want seconds first. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Get that, get that exposure, dog. <laughs>